Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Classic Pinball Podcast. I'm George, joined this week by my co-host, Dave. Dave, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Well, I started with this whole pinball adventure back uh, back in the early 70s, growing up uh, an arcade called Fun and Games in Framingham. That arcade was a uh, child's nightclub, pretty much. You'd uh, come up to the, the main door, you'd hear this loud din of music and chimes and game sounds and kind of muffled. When you open the door up, you get hit right in the face by a wall of just music, noise, and just uh, awesome awesomeness. Uh, you go inside there and uh, you just all these awesome games from the, from the 70s and 80s freshly put out there. Um, all the stuff from Stern, the Quicksilver, Stargazer, and so forth, and the Bally stuff, 8-Ball Deluxe, and Matahari, and that kind of stuff. Um, so I was riding my bike all the time with my friend uh, Paul. We'd go down there, um, you know, skip school a lot of times, go down there, roll the quarters, try to last all day on that, did pretty well, even sell games off to keep going. Um, and so I did a lot of that, and then I would, uh, on my off hours, I wasn't playing pinball, I'd uh, try to fix things. to so go to the local junkyard, get a phone, get a toaster, take them apart, try to put them back together and try to make them work. And then down the road, I kind of married the two and started working on this stuff um, by meeting uh, uh, PJ's friend, I'm sorry, PJ's brother, uh, Stu. And uh, later on, he said that um, you could actually own this stuff. And that was, that was back in the early 90s. How much older was Stu than uh, you and PJ? Um, Stu with that, Stu's actually PJ's younger brother. So oh, younger? He's younger, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I, I lost touch with PJ back in the 80s and 90s, or late 80s and 90s, and uh, I met up with Stu just by happenstance, uh, renting a couple movies at a, you know, VCR tapes, let's say, back then, so that's how old we're talking. And, um, you know, I was talking a little bit, and he said, oh, you can own this, you can, you know, you I said I missed the pinball machines back in the day because I was trying to, you know, look around maybe buying one because I heard you can kind of buy them. But uh, the person I talked to in, in Rhode Island said, oh, you, because I want to get like a, a Quicksilver or something. And he said, oh, no, that stuff's all gone. You can't get that anymore. You need to buy the, the latest game, you know, like Swords of Fury or, or some other ramp game with a bunch of ramps and lights and stuff. And that wasn't in any of that stuff for me. I wanted the old school. So there was Stu. So I got all the stuff at the house, went to his house. Uh, saw all this awesome gamer we had and said, okay, I'm hooked. What do, how do we get this going? So and this is when? What year? This would be 90, maybe 95, 96. I think maybe 90, wait, no, early 90s. Oh, it's got to be earlier than that. Yeah, it's got to be 90, early 90s, maybe 90, maybe 1990. I was going to say, because yeah. I started collecting right around 2000 and you know, we're getting close now to almost 20 years, and I met you right away, and you said you'd been collecting for a long time. Yeah. And that's a whole other story we'll come back to at some point. You and I meeting, like I said, 20 years ago, and that was in what I would call the infancy of the Internet. 
Yeah. Not not like today where social media is, you know, is commonplace. Yeah, you got to figure no no cell phones. Well, uh, there was no group chat there. No. You know, the group chat was uh, wreck pinball, I mean, if you want to call that group chat, no, I guess. No, Windows 3.1. I don't think we had that. No 95. So that's how old we're talking. Right. Um, so we're so we're old. So yeah. So you so let's let's clarify something. The the uh, the name of our podcast. Um, no, it doesn't reflect us. Classic. Yeah, we're approaching classic, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah. Yeah, not quite there yet. <laughs> not yet. No. Pintastic is going to be happening between June twenty seventh and thirtieth, which is a Thursday through Sunday. And Dave, I've never been to the show before. I know you've been. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the show and the audience? You know, what to expect at Pintastic? Yeah, Pintastic. Um, it's, a, it's a great player show. Um, a lot of games there. I, th- I think they're somewhere around 100 games, I believe. I read uh, I read 150. Okay, there you go, 150. <laughs> I mean, so. they have they have a list. We'll talk about the list in a little bit, but they're claiming that they're going to have close to 150 games. Okay, yeah. So so they've been growing. Um, started about I think five years ago. I was they were at the beginning of it and was helping them back then too. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a nice show. Uh, they get uh, tournaments, several different tournaments, um, a classic tournament. I believe is part of it. Or at least they have some classics in there as well as some modern. Stuff. I think it's a. I think this year it's mixed. A mixed, okay. Um, and again, I saw out online what the game mix is. I wanted to ask you about that, but we'll come. We'll come back to what you know the tournament aspect in sure. a little bit. But um, they also have. It, it looks like a, a, a fair amount of speakers. Yeah, a lot of speakers. Uh, people. Uh, like Eric Stone in there, uh, Bowen. Well, he's a he's a friend of yours, isn't he? Yeah. Eric? Oh yeah, Eric. Yeah, he's a great pinball player. Uh, in fact, he he cut his teeth early on. I think three or five years old. His parents bought him a Captain Fantastic uh, way back when, so he cut right. his teeth on that. Right. Oh, I've watched him in tournaments. So he's a uh, he's he's incredible. I watched uh, two weekends ago him clean up. Uh, in the open tournament down in Florida, so uh, he's quite talented, and I guess he's been to this show the last couple years, both as a speaker and as somebody participating in the tournament. Yeah, both. Yeah, they uh, have him as a speaker. He gets a good draw, and also he loves playing the tournaments, and he loves you know, loves loves winning as best he can, and you know loves the cash prize there too. So he, he well, he's orig- he's originally from somewhere in New England, right? Yeah, he's up in New Hampshire. That's where originally uh, hails from, up uh, near Laconia. So right. he had all that in his backyard. Oh, so fun spot. He was probably a regular there, I would guess. Oh, yeah. That's a whole other... We can get into that later episodes. Of the whole, yeah, no, whole story I, 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 I kind of <laughs> alluded to that in our uh, introductory episode that sure. uh, we'll do a whole thing on... Here we are. We've already talked about two arcades, but we'll go into in more depth. Sure. Um, and I'm guessing like most pinball shows... There's some kind of contest is probably not the right word, but I guess it is um, like a best in show type of thing. Did they have that over the last couple of years? Yeah, last couple of years uh, I headed up uh, best in show. I've actually started it there, uh, best in show contest, and do it uh, 
uh, I think nine different categories we have now. So best antique, best 60s, best 70s EM, best 70s solid state, and so on, all the way up to the the uh, 90s and the modern stuff. And uh, yeah, it went really well, received well. So what, so what constitutes the difference between an antique and a classic? So let's see. So the antique would be something like from the, you know, 30s, 40s, Oh, 50s. okay. Okay. So pre-Flipper or no. just about early part of Flipper? No, that would be uh, pre-60s, let's call it. So, uh, right. So that we call it all, all antique because very... You only find a lot of people bringing the older stuff to it. Right. So if you might get 150s, you might get 140s, you might get 130s. Okay. That's how we do it that way. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, you mentioned Bowen. Um, obviously, he's in our backyard and uh, ranked, I don't know, somewhere in the top 10 along with Eric. So my guess is I saw he's doing... A, and we'll talk about it a little bit. He's doing a seminar this year, but I'm guessing they're going to be competing in the big tournament at uh, Pintastic. It seems like it's going to draw some some heavy hitters, uh, some heavy hitters to gain some points to uh, to move up in the rankings. I would hope so. I've actually played with both of them uh, back at California Extreme years ago. I think back in 2003, I was in a tournament out there with them. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and I love. I was playing against Neil Schatz, and uh, I was up against uh, Keith Elwin, and uh, that's a whole other story too. I can get into that, but that was a fun right. time. I'm wondering <laughs> if we'll see somebody like that here. I would tend to think no, but you know, who knows? I mean, I watch a lot of tournaments. I'm shocked to see how much these people travel, and it's all about the points. I mean, they're. I mean, I know I have a an issue collecting. These guys have tournament issues big. I mean, they'll travel from high to low. Um, you just saw the World Championships over in Italy a couple of weeks ago, and pretty good representation from the USA, obviously a lot in Europe. But um, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see who shows. I'd love to see some good competition, especially with someone like uh, Eric, uh, Eric and Bowen, you know, in any any game together like that, it'd be fun to watch. Certainly. Well, I would guess that we're going to see them uh, close to the end, so um, it'll be interesting to watch how that unfolds. Let's talk a little bit about uh, this year's show. It uh, again, it appears to me that um, a lot of people are recurring from year to year. And I'm guessing that the organizer um, has friends in the industry and calls on them to come to the show. So it looks like a, a handful of uh, familiar faces. I know I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, Jersey Jack, um, I'm not going to say his name right now because I'm going to butcher the last name, but I see that he's been there the last couple years. I see Steve Ritchie's going to be there again this year. Um, so they got some heavyweights from, uh, you know, the industry attending the show, which I, I think is pretty cool. Um, I'm looking forward to a couple of those seminars. Um, with that said, it's mostly surrounding their two current offerings. 
So let's talk about Jersey Jack first and Wonka. And I've been dying to ask you this question all day. Did you grow up watching Willy Wonka? I sure did. Love Gene Wilder in that film. See, now, I asked you that question because I did not, and I'm only a handful of years older than you are. Hmm, interesting. But I went back and looked, and it's 1971 when that was released, and I was on the cusp of 13 or 14 I'm guessing Willy Wonka wasn't really on the radar at 13 and 14. Yeah, more like 7 or 8 where I was. And I had younger (laughs) sisters, and I remember them being into Willy Wonka. So that makes sense. Um, I know you went to uh, Allentown uh, to Pinfest. Did they have a Willy Wonka? I know that's right in Jack's backyard. Did they have a Willy Wonka there? Oh, yeah, they had that there. I think they had two of them, actually. Okay, did you get to play it? I did not get to play it. There were big lines for both of them, and uh, there were, were, I gathered there were long playing games, and so I kept circling back, and I I just kept playing. Oh, really? They didn't do like a one-ball ball limit or something to move the line along? No, no, not that I saw. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I have not played the game. I did not go to Allentown. I'm... Uh, I've heard probably every podcast in the world talk about it, so I'm not going to bore everybody with those details. Um, I'll give you my first hand when we do our second episode, which will be right after we attend Pintastic. We'll tell you what we did and what we saw and what we thought of certain games. I know everybody's like, oh, it's the classic pinball uh, podcast. Right. But... It's a current game. You know, I'm going to try it. I'll see if, if I like it. Um, more importantly, I want to try the Munsters because I grew up with that. Now, did that was that game at uh, at Allentown? Yeah, different players of that game. They had, I believe they had the, uh, the LE and the Pro. I don't well, know, which is the one that's black and white? Yeah, that one. That's, I think it's they the had LE. that one That's there? the LE, yeah. I believe. I think it's the LE. Cool looking game? Cool looking game, yeah. That had a lot of people on it. I don't think it didn't need to play that one. I played the one below that, the the base model, like the pro. So without the Grandpa Dungeon, right? In it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on that. It's kind of a, I don't know. That looks strange to me. I get it. I get the whole Grandpa Dungeon thing. I just the pinball thing doesn't excite me. But growing up with that game, it's it looks, it looks fun. I don't know how fun it is to play, but. For for me, you know, and, and again, I, I definitely I love the classic stuff, but I will dabble in the new stuff too, especially because the new stuff I do see elements of the old stuff in the new stuff, so I do enjoy that. Plus, the artwork is cool too. But that being said, I I think the um, uh, the game you're talking about, the monsters, is uh, is like Monster Bash Light. Okay. To me, that's a fun game. Hmm. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, but uh, you know, we're we're talking about monsters, and again, that's a stern game, and that's. Not even their current release. Uh, you know, there's a reason Steve Ritchie's going to be there. Um, that's because they've got a new game. You know, the new, what is it, Black Knight? Oh. What is it? Swords, yeah, Swords of Rage. Swords of Rage. I was going to say Swords of Justice. That's probably something else. <laughs> well, they don't, they give them some stern, some new ideas here. They're going to go for that one. Right. Else. Well, anyway, um, that game was not released in, in Allentown, right? No, that was there too. Oh, that was there too. Oh, yeah. 
Well, they had all they had all the games there. They had all oh, kinds of okay. So games. you so did you, play, you played that? I know you played that. I played that. One. I and really, you said you liked that. Game. I liked that game. Yeah, that one in Deadpool. I, I liked that. All the new offerings. Those are the two that really um, out of what I played. Those are the ones that I wish I had a buck for every time I watched a Twitch broadcast on that game. I've never played the game, but I bet you I can play the game pretty well just having watched everybody on all the different streams. The Black Knight game. The Black Knight game. Mm. You know, how to get that multi-ball. I mean, you can get that like in, what, four shots? Yeah, actually. Yeah, pretty I think much. it's four shots. Yeah. So, yep. that much I learned. Other than that, it it looks like a pretty cool game. I don't get that. What's that? Uh, oh, it's got a name. That spinny thing. A mace? The mace, I think? I think no. Well, no. that's what they call it in, in the medieval world. It's a mace with a with like spikes on it, a ball and a, and a uh, handle. I thought it was called something else, but uh, we'll come, we'll come okay, back to okay, that. Well, sure. we're going to... We're going to talk about it in a week, so doesn't matter. There you go. Um, so, okay, you got that. Um, so, Steve Ritchie is going to be doing a talk. Um, the programmer, Tim, I'm going to call him Tim Balls, but uh, Tim Sexton, uh, first time out. I guess he's a New Englander as well. I know he was, uh, I think he's part of that whole Sanctum crew down in Connecticut. He's got something to do with that, but he works for Stern now, so he's going to be part of the talk. Um, maybe you can comment on this. I guess they they have like a special room with games that can be played twenty four hours a day at this show, or am I confusing things? Gabe, the 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 guy who puts the show on, doesn't he bring his games and they're like in some special spot? Yes, he does. So the uh, Extra Ball Lounge. Um, I think they called it something else. The terms change sometimes, but I think it's still called the Extra Ball Lounge. I think that's what I saw. I think that's what it's called. And uh, yes, it's a special room, I believe, for... Um, there's a whole stipulation on to qualify for that. You need to, I think, bring a game or two games or something, but it's all on his website, all on the website there. But it's really cool because it kind of limits the um, the people that can go in that room so you have more of a intimate experience with these games the lights are turned down low all the games uh, Gabe's games are all really nice condition newer games and they're all in there he collects mostly newer stuff yeah he's all new stuff he's all new school nice yeah, yeah nice yep. um I'm going to circle back we talked about the tournament we talked about Eric and Bowen and you know the IFPA and all the rankings and whatever but do you plan on playing in the tournament um I might if I can if I can find time. I, I'm actually you know again I'm, I'm I'm working the show again. I've been working it since its inception about five years ago um, as uh, you know doing the best in play. So you changed the name, um, which I like. Uh, you're not just looking for trailer queens. You're looking for games that actually can play. Damn right I am. <laughs> Well, no, no. I mean, look, no, no slight on anybody if you got a pretty game, but sure. if you're not playing it and it doesn't play well, it's a piece of artwork, and you might as well just hang it on the wall. Exactly. Games are meant to be played, and on top of that, um, it's it's best that you know how a game plays. It, a game should play as well as it looks. So the only way to really find it out is to play them. You know, 
are they set up properly or everything strong well you, you would know? you would know i mean having been to your house numerous times uh my inspiration is always after coming home i'm like man his games play so nice and smooth and you certainly know how to set them up so i know you know what to look for and i would say anybody bringing a game that's going to be in you know the contest or whatever you want to call it um your game better play well or it's going to get dinged because this man knows how to set up a game and knows how to set it up well um I'm gonna tra- I'm gonna transition off that unless there's like well, one one extra point to build on that a little bit is uh, I have a team working with me because to do the whole thing alone is no way. How many categories did you say you had? I had nine categories, and about 150 games, like you said. And out of that su- subset, there's probably you know maybe 50 or so in contention. I would right. gather. So I definitely need a crew. I have a great crew uh, handpicked that we built up and. Uh, each one has their own real specialty that uh, we so people know up. they focus on right antique or classic or solid state exactly 90s moderns whatever some people are cross trained or cross knowledge on stuff that right. helps too but uh, definitely everybody has their little specialty so it really helps out with judging there you go good um, I just pulled up uh, on the website the uh, the games that are going to be in the bank for um, what are they calling it? The Rumble? Whatever. Uh, yeah, the Silver Ball Rumble. Here you go. This might be your first time hearing this. Full Throttle, X-Files, Fire, Hocus Pocus, Frontier, Robocop, Meteor, Atlantis, Iron Maiden, Breakshot, Dragon Fist, and Flip Flop. Comments? That's a nice variety of stuff there. And, well, uh, it's not a sternament. I mean, exactly. I mean, well, well, I shouldn't say that. Old school stern. I love to see meteor. I know you know what a dragon fist is. I hear everybody talk about that game. I've never seen one, so I'm looking forward to that. I called that dragon fist is a. I call it a poor man stargazer. Okay. I've had two of them. Uh, right. Well. <laughs> And I've had three. What? I've had three star games. Right. Too. Well, <laughs> right. we'll get down. We'll get down in the dirt later on with the collections and what you have and what you've turned. But, um, so I mean, really, all you have is Iron Maiden in there as, right? The modern game. Everything else is. Uh, well, Full Throttle. That's a modern game. That, but that's not by Stern. I forget. Uh, I forget to make that game. How old is that? That's new. That's like. Um, that's like I think a year or two ago. No, I think. Yeah. Throttle. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I have to have to pull up uh, IPDB and see what that is. But okay. I'm pretty sure it's sort of. I, I know you know. I like fire. We we had talked about fire because of a local brewery, but that game doesn't really do much for me. I don't know about no, you. No, not a big fan. Um, Hocus Pocus been around for a long time. Long time. Um, Frontier. I don't remember. I'm bummed because that's the only version. And the only way I'm going to get to play it is if I go in the tournament. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking of going in the tournament. Yeah. You know, just, just, you know what? Just to see, just to see. But I think the beauty of this tournament, I think it's like, it's Papa rules. I think you pick four that you want to play as a card 
And you, I'm pretty sure you pick four of these. No, here, I'll read. I'll read. Unless it's different this time. Your first entry is $15. After that, it's 10 The prize pool is determined by the entry fees. You know, minus trophy setup, yada, yada, yada. Um, all 24 final qualifiers will receive a pint glass all right. <laughs> designed by Christopher Franchi. Okay, whatever. Uh, the, the, the prize money will be paid out. Qualifying takes place Friday and Saturday up until 2 o'clock. Eight qualifiers. I don't see it here. But the how-to is in there. I'm, pretty, I'm almost positive it's the same rules they've always used okay, there. Okay, it probably is. So it's a Papa if, if you know, if someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I believe it's the... Oh, yeah, here you go. IFPapaPinball.com menu slash rules. Yeah, it's got to be. It says the highest score in a game is 100. Yep, yep. So I believe you pick four out of the whole lineup. So if you're a big classic guy... Well, it says no, you'll choose five. So, okay, five. So okay. you got five. Okay, so... Five. So check five of your best that you're really good on in there. The thing with these that it differentiates from a... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 12 games. Okay, yeah. so that's so not you can, bad. So you can pick some, you know, some nice games that you... you that well, what's with. what's in this list that somebody's not going to play? Like, you know, if you're going to go... Depends who they are. Depends who you are. No, yeah. I, but I'm saying in general, you know, let's look at the whole mm. audience. Yeah. What's the what's the game that's going to get least what's, played? What's, what's the trolley in the box you're trying to say? Well, a lot of people might steer clear of it because it's a really difficult game. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm guessing most people are going to play Iron Maiden. I would think so. They're going to play Iron Maiden, and but I would bet they would... I uh, mean, Dragon Fist. Everybody says it's a brutal game. People going to play that? Or are they going to play it because they want to show, yeah, you know, I'm, the, I'm king of the hill and I know how to play the game? Mm. I know I know two people from New York State that are probably going to be playing that because they're doing the, the podcast. Uh, um, there's some roundtable one of the nights. I don't know if it's Friday or Saturday night where all the podcast people are getting together. Clearly not us, because we're new. But I know two people that are going to play that Dragon Fist game, and I'm sure they want to put up a high score just to show that they're king of the hill. Sure. Uh, Flip Flop. That's Western theme, right? Is that the yeah, one with the animated? Is that the one with the animated backblast? No, the... no. Flip Flop is uh, well. It's, it has like a, a horse, and it looks like it's animated. Like a goofy guy and a. That's horse. not the one with the jackass thing, the Buck and Bronco. No, that's no, that's a, that's a sixties game. This is a valley. Okay. So okay. This, this game has a little flip flop cards, four flip flop cards, like the wizard does. Oh, Same okay, idea. okay, okay. Same yep. thing. Okay. That's why it's called flip flop. Right, flip right. Flop cards. Duh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, that, is so, that, is so, that is so unprovided. <laughs> anyway, no, we're, we're we're anything but professional. Anything but. I mean, we've never, I've never done broadcast before, other than the one the other day. Um, so let's see. So what else is on my list here? Oh, the all-night arcade. That's quite a wild idea. Do people actually inhabit that all night? Yeah. Uh, people uh, will be there till 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. Some stragglers will just be going all night long. Really? Because you got to understand, these guys, they'll have games kind of for themselves. So they can just keep just going, 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 going. So practice. Well, it's... it's... Well, if you're a tournament guy, I mean, not that that game's going to be in the tournament, but... 
if you've never seen the game before and you're like, hey, this might come up in a tournament, that type of thing, or is it just? Or I think it's just a hard. I mean, are people playing dollar games or people? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, all that goes on. I'm sure. I, I mean, yeah, I think so. I think I've seen a couple of dollars thrown on top yeah, of the glass sure, here yeah. and there. You know, but I think there's a lot of just hardcore uh, pinballers. Like too, too much for me these days. Back in the day, I would definitely be at. I think Fun Spot up in New Hampshire one t- at one point was like 24 hours way back when, and I was there to like three or four in the morning. Is a lot younger, but nowadays, no, I, I can't be up that late. So they pinball. they'll have people inhabit that space overnight. Yeah, and I'm guessing the bar stays open till whatever time uh, local. Local laws, uh, yeah. So people uh, allow BYOB kind of thing. Oh, that happens maybe, too. Maybe on the down oh, people low. bring the red, the red plastic cup, or a little plastic cup, or a little, or the sippy cup, a little or sippy cup, or something, or the uh, gigantic uh, gallon jug. Exactly, <laughs> the big gulp. A little, a little, a, a little, a little jungle juice to go with your pinball. Sure, why not, Dave? I completely forgot this. We were talking about Willy Wonka earlier. And we've got the biggest, one of the biggest pieces of the show. They're going to have three of the actors with a panel on Saturday afternoon. Now, I forgot all about this earlier. We, I've been watching that movie recently only because of the dumb, with, with the pinball machine coming out. I started watching segments of the movie. And... I'm looking at the names of the stars. Peter Ostrom. Uh, I guess he was... Charlie Bucket? Yeah, he was Charlie Bucket. Boy, he doesn't look anything like Charlie Bucket. And then you got Paris Themen. Is that... Oh, that's the guy, the kid who played the cowboy. What was the cowboy's name? Oh. He had a funny name. Don't know. I don't remember. It's but not, not shame, but it looks like shame. Right. Right, Shane, right, whatever. Right. Come back, Shane. Come back, Shane. Come back. Come back. Then as in Batman, he was called Shame. Shane. Yeah, they had a Batman version. Right. Oh, Batman I remember Shane. him. Yeah, there you go. Um, he doesn't He doesn't look anything like he used to look. And then you got uh, Julie Dawn Cole. She played... The work Assault. Yes. Yes. I, I don't know how I know all these things. But. Uh, she... <laughs> She's a she she's a lovely young she's a lovely woman. She she's done okay. The other two, but I I, I just don't get the whole star thing. But that's me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's worked for other things. I think the thing the vibe they're trying to do there, I think, is with a Comic Con kind of deal. So they have these kind of stars from. Right, so you're so you're opening up the audience. You're not just trying to get pinball exactly. people. You're trying to get what people taking pictures. Ah, uh, yes, pictures with autographs and so forth. Picture next to your the star you liked. You you know, I think that kind of thing. Right, to meet and greet. Right, well, you know, well, Texas had Eddie Munster and Marilyn Munster. Right, so Eddie, I got it. And yeah. did. What about uh, Ivan down in? Uh, do you have anybody? No, that's not that kind of show. No, uh, he's Pinfest doesn't do that. They're they're a different show. Right. But every show has their own little niche kind of deal. Right. Know? I see. Uh, I see. Chris Franchi is also on the docket for uh, Saturday, after he just bailed on another podcast, saying he need to kind of get his head back in one piece. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm not going to be there on Saturday, but 
I'm sure there will be stories about that, uh, him coming around, and he's probably not going to be happy answering questions of why he stopped doing the podcast. Um, and then I see the follow, the, the last uh, event on Saturday is, and I'll try to say his name correctly, Jack Gornieri. That sounds pretty close. Gornieri? That sounds... Gornieri, yeah. Gornieri, yeah. Yes. Hey, he's a good boy from New Jersey, Lakewood. He's got a bigger pinball company. It's an Irish name. Yeah, he's as Irish as I am. <laughs> okay, Dave, it's uh, time to tie up some loose ends here. We're uh, open mic. We can talk about anything about the show and kind of do a wrap-up here. Um, I wanted to mention one thing um, about the people involved in the show. Um, I know you're familiar with most of them, but you wanted to give a shout out to one in particular. Yeah, Joel de Guzman, um, and forgive me, Joel, if I butchered your last name. Um, but uh, he's actually a big player in the show. Uh, behind the scenes, he um, he's also working with me in my uh, as one of my um, judging team, uh, best in play. But he's uh, the major player doing all the uh, artwork for the show, the, the, the design for um, the different literature and, and that kind of stuff, and the different signs you might see, and fantastic. Did he work on some of the artwork in the, uh, on the website? Um, I believe he... I know they have a website designer, and I think his... I'm, I'm pretty bad with names, but I think his name is Dave as well. Forgive me if that's not you, Dave. I think it's you. Um, and he does the web design, I believe. And but I think Joel might have had some uh, with that too. I think he might have a contributor contributing piece with that. Um, he also has done the uh, the glasses for the show, the uh, the pint glasses. Joel did that. Uh, well, Len- he didn't do the Chris Franchi ones. No, <laughs> no, he did the ones with uh, obviously. No, no, he did the ones last year. <laughs> For, um, Sorry, I couldn't resist. No, I, I, the pint, <laughs> the pint glass. Yeah, he, um, he's the ones with the Jersey Jack one. He, uh, he did because the original uh, guy was going to do it, and then something happened, and and then so he Joel took over that, and so this year something was going to happen with the uh, the artist who was going to do this stuff this year, and that didn't work out. So Joel stepped in again. Well, didn't he? Do, he's doing the t-shirts, right? Doing the t-shirts. Yep. yep. Well, he's uh, he. Uh, yeah, he's gla- yeah. the glasses. Yeah, the glasses, um, yes. Um, Got to have those glasses. Um, he's, a, he's a great artist. I love his uh, tribute to Paul Farris. I had it framed in my game room. Um, if you have not seen that and you meet up with Joel, ask to see that artwork. It's beautiful. I don't know if it's out online, but I have a print, and uh, I have a couple of the games in the print, so... Yeah, it's, I mean, a, it's a it's a beauty. I've got a print two from him, and uh, I've been remiss in in framing anything, <laughs> but uh, I am due to frame that one as well. And put it in my game room because it's uh, definitely worthy of, uh, of putting up there. You uh, want to spend a couple of minutes going through the list of uh, games that your uh, your friends send us uh, for yeah, the show? This is very apropos. My friend Paul or PJ, uh, as we're going and doing this. Uh, this podcast just sent me a, a list, and he, you know he doesn't even know George and I even making this podcast right now. But he sent me, hey, look at look at the games in Fantastic, and I go, well, that's very great timing, PJ. Thank you. So yeah, he sent me uh, 
the whole list here. And it's, oh, I just it's a, noticed it's a, it's the a big one. Oh, I just noticed the year on here. Oh, yeah, they got the year. I think it's, this is. Well, like, I also see the location, and you can you can chime in on this. Yeah, I mean, ACDC Premium. It's the only ACDC in the show, and it's only at the Extra Ball Lounge. So if you're coming to the show, that's oh. that's it. Well, the good thing about that is you know where it is, so you know, well, if I want to play that, I'm going to have to pony up the extra dough or do whatever <laughs> right, it takes to right, get in there. Right. <laughs> there you go. A couple of Adams families, and here's here's another one that I would like to play, but again, in the tournament area, Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. Now, I'm guessing it's not in the tournament, but I'm guessing Bowen is probably going to go and try to blow this thing up again, like he did online. He did some Twitch feed where he ended up blowing this game up. So I'm guessing he's going to try to do a repeat performance live. But we'll see. The funny thing is, another little factoid about that. Uh, that was the exact game Eric Stone won as a prize when he played in a tournament, I think, last year. And the first prize was a signed copy of uh, Alice Cooper game. Uh, oh, really? He won one of those? Yep, he won one of those. And actually met him and everything else. And uh, I think he might have even got it signed by him. And uh, he was like one of the first ones to take delivery. Looks, I mean, I don't know. We're not going to have a lot of opportunities to play that game. So, you know, I don't know anybody who owns one. You? I do not. So, I'm guessing that's a rare Except one. Except Eric Stone, that is. Right. Well, <laughs> and he lives in Florida. So, we're not playing that anytime soon. I see Batman 66. I have never seen that game. And I loved Batman as a kid. So, I'm guessing I'm going to like. The, at least the look of the game. I want to play it, and it's at and it's in the main free, free play area. Now there's probably going to be a line, but I'll, I'll wait in line to play that. You'll be all right with that. Okay, that game's been out for a little while, so the the, the uh, all the uh, brujas settled down a little bit. You'll be able to get on that one. No so and we got the Beatles, gold, whatever. I'm guessing just gold trim, whatever. Yeah, but that's going to be in the vendor hall. So see which redux. So I'm guessing. There's a sizable vendor hall. Yes, you can buy play fields. Is it as? It's probably not as extensive as Allentown. I hate to keep bringing that up, guys, but uh, people. But no, I'd say it's 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 kind of on par. It, it's it's pretty close. So they have a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's it's a huge hall they have there. I'd say the hall itself is pretty big in the in the vendor hall. Um, a lot of games there too, um, and they have a lot of different stuff. I'm not sure if the playfields are there though. I, like, at, right. Like the other well, show. you know, like you know, when you're at Allentown, that one vendor has like a wall of them. I don't know who that is. Oh, but yeah. they usually have you know ten or twelve playfields at least. I mean, you know, the new, wall the new games or the old games? Uh, a little bit of everything. Oh, that's Steve from Mayfair. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be there. He's okay. he's there all okay. the time. Okay, yep. I I've bought from him before. Yeah. Um, I see the Beatles. Obviously, we just talked about that. I like that game. Um, I know you have. I like the Sea Witch version better of it. Well, I and that boy, you're you're really good. Um, <laughs> Chatter has it that that game is going to be released. Which game? I heard that Stern is giving deep thought to releasing Sea Witch on the Beatles platform. Wow. Okay. Well, that could be interesting. Um, Why wouldn't you? I mean, I, the chatter again. 
you know, introduction. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of turn, uh, watch a lot of tournaments. So I see all these games, and the chatter is on the street that Stern is going to start making at least a retro game a year. And why wouldn't they? See, it his... makes you can you can release it as a new title, and then you can come back and recycle it. As the original title. Now, again, it's going to have all new mechs and it's going to be... But you basically get a do-over. Yeah, but it def, it's not going to the same feel. As no, and, and nobody's saying it right. is, but... And here's, and here's the chatter, too. So years ago, you know, all the poo-pooers out there um, on uh, Rec Games and the rest of the... And Pinside and so forth, you know, you know who you are out there. They're saying, no way, an old school game, they're ever going to make, Stern's never going to do that ever again. No, that's not going to happen. And people kept saying, no, they should, they should. People kept poo-pooing it. Well, look where we are, guys. Look where we are today. Yeah, you know, it's So it, it can be done, you know? What goes around comes around. Here yep. we go. Black Knight, you're going to see every version. Black Knight, Black Knight 2000, and then Swords of Rage, one, two, three of them in the vendor hall. So that's that's good. I would like to see that. Bobby Orr, have one. Don't have to play that. Captain Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I got three of those. Car yeah, of course you do. <laughs> eh, Charlie's Angels, that's in your wheelhouse. Cleopatra. Yeah, two of those. Cleopatra, yeah, I know. <laughs> System Ones. System One, good stuff. Okay, Deadpool, two of those. Fun okay, game. dialed in. They're going to have a couple of those. Don't care about that so much. No, I, I don't like that <laughs> game either. I played so that. Like, What's the name? I don't like selfies. I was trying to think. What's the name of the place uh, in Everett that has all the pinball machines? Uh, Down the Road Brewery? Yeah. yeah. Is it, did did Joel design a can for them? Or is that another brewery? Oh, no, no. Uh, yo, they designed... I don't know if Joel did it for them. Someone did it for them. I the one know. that looks like a pinball. Yeah. Did Joel do that? I don't know I if he saw, did. I was on his Instagram page and he had a picture of it. I thought it was his. Oh. Hmm. I don't know. I, we'll ask him. It I is don't know. Show. I don't I have know. Joe Colin right now. It, don't know. Well, that's upcoming. We're going to okay. figure that Good. software out in the future. That would be nice. That's, you know, one step at a time. Get baby, on that. Baby step. Yeah, get on <laughs> it. Get on. I'm trying to figure out this nightmare. So, 8-Ball, we're going to play. 8-Ball Deluxe. It's not going to play like yours, so why would I even play it? Evil Knievel. I'm going to revisit that I'll game. I'll play that. That's a great game. You know, I... I don't think I have enough time. Two fires, fireball, old. I'd like to play that. Flip flop we talked about. That's in the tournament. I don't see. Oh, here we go. Here's Bali. Classic. Future Spa. I yeah. don't own it. You own one of those? I own one of those. It was just too ugly to keep. But it's, it's a great tournament game, though, actually. Be great for a retheme. I'm not real and big on that. And a retheme. I'm, Very I'm not real big on that spa whole thing. Stir and do that one, too. <laughs> yeah, that's it jump jump over and just start doing Bali yeah. you might as well why not uh, okay some Williams games Grand Prix Williams Grand Prix oh here Prix. you go now here's interesting the location is the Southern New Hampshire Pinball Club maybe they bring brought the game or do they have like uh, a separate they have a tournament is, is multiple tournaments. Oh, that's going right. On. They're doing that. Uh, what is it? The, not the podcaster thing. They're doing. I thought they're doing. A, it's a team thing, right? I think it's a team thing. I right. Think like a bring your league. Thing. Bring no, 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 no. They're bringing like 
bring your league and compete against other teams from your their league. See, I was thinking of doing that years ago. I was saying that'd be a great idea to have everybody like, like a gang, have like a pinball gang war. You well, know, they, bring they, your well, gang. Well, and so they, now they're doing it. Right. So it said six. I read it on the website. I think it's six team members represent a team, but they have a name for it. Yeah, what was that thing? The trash talk. What, uh, on the, on the, tr- the trash talker tournament. That was Chuck Webster. Right, but I that. think they're calling it the trash talker or something. Okay. Whatever it is. Yeah. Okay, so these yeah, guys so these guys are involved. Sure. Um, Harlem, the new the the new that was on again, another uh, tournament game. What game? Becoming Harlem is becoming the tournament game. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like it. Right, and yeah. people and people who know how to play it can they can they can do uh, they can turn it over. Oh yeah, saw it yeah. several times in the last tournament. I forget which one it was, but it was in there again. I think it was actually I think it was down in Florida the tournament that Eric was in. Uh, Hook Hot Hand Houdini. There we go. There's one. One's going to be in the main free play and the extra ball lounge, so I'm guessing that's Gabe's game. That's a, yeah, I think he has. You ever game. played it? I have played that game actually. I, I uh, not the greatest player, but a great looker. Um, they say it's a beautiful looking, beautiful game, looking game, but the the shots on it are as tight as they come. They're really you, super it's a, tight. It's a player's game. Yeah, you got to be really on with your shots on that game, and you make sure your flippers are all rebuilt and snappy because. Uh, be very frustrating without. So that. here you go, Iron Maiden, extra ball lambs. That must be his too. Uh, here, Joker's. You don't have no. You don't have Joker's. Well, you have Joker poker. I have Joker poker. Right, different. Oh, here's a game. Um, one of my um, one of my guys that's in my uh, judging team. He's bringing a custom game called Metroid. Oh, I've been watching Mark on yeah. on Twitch for. It seems like the last year he's been doing the mad scramble the last couple nights. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been I've been watching him and he he was trying to load the game the other night and I don't think it was behaving properly. I, he he gave me the playfield to get it auto clear coded for him and he said, "Can you give this back to me?" Oh, you did me? that? Yeah, I had, I had my buddy do it. My guy who does it for huh. me. And uh, he said, "Can you get this back to me in time? I want to get ready for potassium. I'll do the best I can. I'll, I'll push my guy to get it done." And he got it done, you know, he wanted to get it done in a month. I got it done about a month and a half or so. So, you know, kind of sneaked under the wire for him. So hopefully it's enough time to get it all done. But it was kind of definitely under the gun to get this done in time. So it's just going to be a white wood. It's not... Just a white wood. Right. Yeah. yeah clear coat of white wood. Right. No, it's on, it's listed here, custom. A um, couple of Metallicas. You know, they got a lot more modern games. Uh, there you go. Look at that. One, two, three Munster games. Okay. There you go. Mustang. Game I want to play just because of the chatter. Um, you don't care for that game too much. It, I'm hearing from the players that it's it's becoming collectible, believe it or not. And mm. how many do they make? Right. Probably, Probably not, not a lot. Yeah. Right. And here's the one I wanted to get to. I forgot about completely. Oct- Oktoberfest. Oh, that's going to be Bad Girls. No, not bad, bad girls. <laughs> bad girls. No. Oktoberfest. Now that looks... Have you played that? I saw that there, and that line was long, and I couldn't get in that one either back at Pinfest. I wanted to play that one too. 
So what the hell did you do with Pinfest? Yeah, walked, walked, around, walked around. Walked around. <laughs> walked around. Was, went, to, went to the farmer's market. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you played much pinball. I did a lot of chatting, a lot of talking. Well, that seems to be the, you know. I got my pinball at home. I don't know. Right. No, no. That, that seems to be. I mean, I hear that from everybody. I go to the show. I don't play pinball. I, I chat with everybody. So I want that gig. Pay me 20-something bucks. Come into this room. Stand around, look at the pinballs, and then leave. Yeah, there you go. That's a good business. It's not a bad business model. No, really. it's not. It's it. not. Um, the party zone. Oh, I used I, to. I can't stand that game. I used to play that game uh, in. Uh, no in offense. Nash- if you, no offense if you own that game, but I'm in, really in Nashua at uh, whatever that arcade is with the used to have the go karts. They that was the most. God awful. Obnoxious? No, just horribly. <laughs> I don't think they looked at the game ever. I don't think the glass was ever off it. Oh, okay. I, I think they took it out of the box, they set it up, and then just left it there for like years. But I would put money in it like a dope because there was, at that time, probably early 90s, there was probably, or late 80s, there was probably nothing else to play. Hmm. And all their machines were horrible there. I'll just say that outright. I don't care if you listen. I, that, that arcade didn't take very good care of their machines. I, I just got so spoiled by my arcade growing up, fun and games in Framingham, to spoil the crap out of me. And that's why I'm the uh, ADD pinball guy in today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what, Dave? There aren't. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's wrong. Space Invaders by Midway? No. Oh, I know. There's some video games in there, too. That's why. There's video games. Oh, that's well. what that is? Yep. Yep. Oh. They put the video in well, there, Well, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't play it anyway. That's not one of my favorite Bali games. You own one of those? Space Invaders? Yeah. Oh, the Bally one. I did years ago. Oh, did. I did. <laughs> right. For a little last you're not. You're not... No. Didn't ever did. It. No, I didn't. It's... It's fun to play, but it's you know. It's like the worst. While. It's like the worst of the wob. They're wide bodies. Yeah, kind of is. I can't think of a worse one. Here you go, six billion dollar man. Now, Not a I bad saw game. I saw one of these for sale locally near you. Did it have a faded cabinet? Uh, I don't know. It does. <laughs> it, it it looked okay. Hmm. Said it played. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, Seven hundred and something dollars. Didn't Not seem, bad. No. For playing. No, it yeah. didn't. Oh, here we go. Jersey Jack. Wow. Wizard of Oz. 2014. That game's been out five years already. Oh, right. Wow. Time flies. I remember when he brought that to, uh, to again, Allentown. Pinfest. Yeah. Allentown. Yeah. yeah. Well, I call it Allentown. Yeah, it's Allentown. Sorry. Um, yeah, this, we're a little lean on the... Uh, oh, there we go. Oh. Viking, okay. I'm gonna to get to play Viking. I know you're not had, big. had two of those. Newell's type clear card. Well, you had, them. you had that one was beautiful that you had. I had two that were beautiful like that. I let them both go. Yeah. They're just I don't know. Didn't do anything for me. Mm. They had to go. So hey. I sold two nice frontiers too. Did you sell them to some like some no, some some, some 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 Norwegian or some Swede, somebody who was really into the Vikings. You know, as their heritage? No, not really. Just guys. That's who I'd go after. That wouldn't make sense, actually. I know yeah. one guy uh, up in the North Shore of Massachusetts was definitely, his name is Gunnar. Gunnar. And, Gunnar? Uh, yeah, and he was definitely had a oh, Viking I, thing going. Is he the guy who used to make the, uh, 
Yeah, he used to the make... The white water... Yeah, the, the soccer balls. Wasn't he make those too? Or did he make the white water, the mountain thing? The mountains. Yeah, he made the mountain thing, yeah. Yeah, Vietnam vet, right? No, it wasn't. It was, it was uh, Gulf War stuff. He was Gulf War. Gulf War. And yeah. I knew he was... I knew he served. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I remember... I. Where the hell did I meet him? Up at JR's. I know I met him there, but I've met him... Uh, even Janice remembered him. Nice guy. I remember him. Hmm. Long time. So that's the list. I, I think we're a little light on the classics here, Dave. Um, at least... Boy, that segment's going to be real short. Um, wow. Well, I'm going to have to go digging. I'm going to have to go... I'm going to have to go outside the Bali zone. And have to... Uh, and I guess have to broaden my... Oh, here we go. We got we get some Stearns. We get some Dragon... I'm going by manufacturers, so Dragon Fist. Yeah, but that's, in the, but that's in the tournament. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Out of the tournament, you got Hot Hand, Meteor, Stampede. Well, yeah. No, What's no, no. Hot Hand? It's, it's that's a, a Stern? That's a Stern. It's, it's from the, uh, the Dash 100 uh, series MPU board. So it's basically early Stern solid state. I.e. like a Knight Rider, Matahari, that type of thing? Yeah, so like that or a little bit, yeah, that kind of so thing. So a chimer? No, 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 it should be a chimer. No, but it has a horrible sounding board. <laughs> Stern, Stern so, that didn't have it together with their sound at that point. So, and it's not at the show, but it's a, it's an old Stern. Mm-hmm. Um, Trident? Trident, another one, same thing. That's the oh, same, that's the same? Same, same generation. Oh, it is? Yep. Dash oh, because I've been... I saw a couple of those for sale, but they seemed pricey. It shouldn't be. Now there is some really cool custom software. Well, over a thousand bucks is that pricey for that game? It's a little pricey for that game, but but people can get online. People have it's you know what a friend or a friend uh, custom software for some of these older Sterns that really make them j- jazzed up nice. Um, second but, chance. Second chance for that oh, game. Oh, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. But the, the sound card is just god-awful. Um, you know, at least with the Gottliebs, you can take the stupid sound card out and put Chimebox in it and call it, you know. Right, call it even. Call it even, but the Stern game. Uh. Although, my other guy, who's in my, uh, who's judging, he's this uh, electronic genius, uh, John, John Day. He's done some nice stuff, and uh, he I wouldn't put it past him to create something for that, too, and, and take the Stern sound card and make it... Make chimes out or do Johnny, something else. Johnny the Mad Scientist. Johnny the Mad Scientist. He yeah. Can really. What's his his claim to fame is putting Williams, is it Williams flippers? Well, I wouldn't or say. Or Gottlieb. But, Which flippers did he put in the uh, Flash Gordon? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I call it kind of an abomination myself, but uh, no, no offense to you, John. But no, no John likes it and, and you know, and uh, he likes the kind of thing. I, I like to keep things original as possible. He wants really strong stuff, and I get it. You know, you know what I always say: it's his game. It's his game to do with whatever, whatever he, wants. he wants. Exactly right. If so, he wants to LED it out, yep. he wants to throw it off a building. He can do it. Exactly. That's a shout out to Todd Tucky. There you go. I hope you're, I hope <laughs> you're feeling better, man. And yes, I saw true. that he's on the he's on the list of speakers for Fantastic. Oh, good. I don't well. Hope he's doing better. Right. I mean, I know he must he, be doing better if he's there. Maybe or well, you know. he's been on the. I, I don't know if he's going to be there. Oh, okay. He's been on the list for a while, but yeah. I, you know, I know he had a. I guess he had a heart attack or a stroke recently. So yeah, he had a heart attack. So yeah, I'm hoping he's better. He's a. If you've never met that man, seek him out at the show. He's a. 
He is a funny man. And he also likes to throw stuff off buildings. Yes, he does. Um, <laughs> is there anything else we have to talk about at the show? Anything we missed? Because I think, I don't know, I'm ready to wrap if you are. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's about all I can think about the moment there. And if we miss it, there's next show. We're going to bring you all the action uh, that happened. Uh, we'll talk about the games we saw. We'll try to focus on some classic games, but give us a break. It's, you know, it's a show in our backyard. You know, we want to focus on that. We're hoping that nobody else focuses on it from the other podcasts, although they probably will. Um, but we live in the backyard and, you know, we live listen, in, to what, listen to us. Don't listen to everybody else. Listen to us. We live in the backyard. I'm, I'm also an insider on the fantastic thing since I'm, you know, part of the show. And, uh, you know, we got some unique perspective here. So you're going to so you're gonna pull back uh, the curtain, so to speak, and we're going to... Yeah, peek inside. We're going to get a little bit of inside baseball afterwards? Sure. Yeah. Why okay. Not? Well, we won't spoil it for everybody, you know, up front. No, uh, no spoilers beforehand. But um, we're going to call it a wrap. Uh, this is our first show. If you've lasted through this far, I want to thank you. I'm sure you do as well. I certainly do. And Thanks, uh, guys. Hopefully, you'll tell your family, friends, dog, cat, fish. To listen to us. Um, we're new to this, as you can tell. We're not professionals by any stretch. We're not trying to compete with the professionals. So if you hear the oohs, the ahs, the ums, it's, you know, hey, I'm not going to try to edit it all out. If you've never done it, it takes a long time. And it's the first thing I learned from every other podcaster. Editing is laborious so with that said i'm gonna say goodbye thank you be good and be well dave and uh thanks for listening guys and uh it's a lot of fun doing this and hope you enjoyed as much as we enjoy putting this out to you